Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome. And this month, we're talking about vision and strategies to really get you going um, for 2018 and making it a really spectacular year. So have you ever wondered how you could amplify your message to raise your voice above the social media crowd and what the best ways are to strategize your online marketing? Well, I have a guest today who'll help us kickstart the new year by learning those latest and greatest social media strategies for business visibilities. And I have a tech wizard, Dawn Jensen, with us. Dawn, welcome. Hi, Linda. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a delight. And and you're talking about a topic that um, I have to say I have never been comfortable with. So this is going to be a really interesting show. I have to say that. Uh, so, Don, would you mind telling the audience just a little bit about your background and how you got to where what you're doing today? Well, I think like most uh, most business owners and entrepreneurs, it you know where I am today wasn't around uh, 20, 20 years ago when I started. So I graduated from the University of Central Florida. Um, and during that time, I was also a Navy journalist and mm-hmm. as a reservist. So I went in and did you know public relations, and uh, we did a little bit of broadcasting, but mostly it's photojournalism, writing stories on sailors, marines, and events all around the world. So that's that was kind of my background. And when I graduated, I fell into a, a training, doing software training for entrepreneurs with a mom and pop company uh, out out in central Florida and uh, fast forward did some corporate training, uh, nonprofit focused training on academics with librarians. And then uh, that actually, that kind of technology that libraries and librarians have uh, led into the new media, what we know as social media today. So if you, if you, if you kind of look at the crossroads of software, technology, new media, um, entrepreneurs and uh, business, that's, that's kind of what I do. That's my sweet spot. So that's how I landed in the social media, social business training and uh, strategy. And Don, you said you were a Navy journalist in the reserves. Is that right? Uh, yes. As a matter of fact, I, I did. Yeah. For eight years. All right. Um, well, I thank you for your service. And I spent eh, not quite 20 years uh, as a, in the U.S. Army. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. So we have (laughs) something in common. Um, I actually uh, was stationed at one point in in Hampton, which, of course, Norfolk's there and Newport News. And you basically have all of the services in one place, which is really kind of unique and great fun because you get to learn more about each other than you would under normal circumstances. So anyways, uh, great piece. So, Dawn, you... um, do something that's very unique, and I'm curious as to why you do what you do. What do you? What's the benefit for you? What's the benefit for your clients? I my sweet spot has always been to I can look at a 
where a client is, usually when a business needs help in social media, social marketing, it's one of three areas. They are looking for bigger visibility. They want the same credibility that they have out in the kind of real world, you know, with the chambers and organizations they belong to. They need to transfer or translate that online. Or they're looking for some kind of digital leadership. People call it thought leadership or industry leadership. They need to identify what makes them different from those that do what they do to mm-hmm. to the degree that um, people know them for who they are. So what got me into that was looking at what's missing when put in place would make a difference. Mm-hmm. And um, it really works so that they're not looking to throw stuff at a wall like a Jackson Pollock painting mm-hmm. and, and hopefully maybe something will stick, but there's a strategy and a path forward for them. Okay. I call that throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing if it sticks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one of the things you claim is that you're a social business coach. Yes. What's a social business? So it used to be that social business was more uh, for those businesses that have a social um kind of a, a social stake, maybe it's uh, environmental or, um, you know, uh, inner city. When we talk about social business now and the way that it's kind of transferred over the last eight, nine years is the ways that businesses use not only technology and software, but social media to do a majority of their outreach, their marketing, their visibility online via social platforms and well, directories, mm-hmm. which are not necessarily social, but they have that element in it. So it's utilizing technology kind of wrapped around that. Okay. So, so a, go, go ahead. Well, as a business coach, you go in and you look at kind of where they are. They might have a marketing aspect to what they're doing. They might need to shore up part of their marketing because it's not, the messaging is not on target, or they may need to just have a little bit of education or information and being really clear for who they are for the people they serve. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of the footprint that I, I dive into. Okay, so it sounds like uh, social businesses started out almost as movements, uh, people who are trying to um, shift the fabric of the world in essence through you know environmental issues, inner city issues, this kind of thing, and then it's morphed from there to a, a larger just social media outreach. Would that be accurate? Yeah, to a degree. And when I when the social media outreach, it's a directed outreach, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're not all things to all people with our products and services. And where we present ourselves online isn't kind of kind of uh, a catch-all either. It's very directed and specific because, we, you know, you have a business to run as well. Right. So as a business, co- as a social business coach, what exactly do you do with your clients? So we look at identifying the primary and secondary social media and social platforms that they're on, um, making sure that they're connected and optimized, making sure that they have a degree or a marketing mix of uh, what we call created content, the things that they create for themselves and curated content, the things that will actually educate and inform and inspire or empower their Mm -hmm. partners and prospects and also their clients and then we look at kind of where what what's next for them so Mm -hmm. if it is a if it's a campaign where they're selling or informing if it is a uh, ongoing kind of 
just remarketing or if it's positioning and more so it is positioning the business or the the VIP in the business to be um, top of their industry. Okay, so what do you do with someone like me who I want to say hates social media, but I won't go with it quite that, that far. But you can be alone. It's it, it well it's it's something that my business coaches in the past and currently, I guess, um, say to me, which is, you got to be on Facebook, you've got to be in LinkedIn, you've got to be out there, you've got to be posting, you've got to be, got to be, got to be, got to be. And, and I, I look at it, I go, okay, I know that gives me a great deal of visibility. And I don't have time for that. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You have time for that. That's like a full time job. Yeah. Here's the thing, you know, when you look at, if you took out the information, you know, if every business took their information that they have in-house right now, mm-hmm. um, all the things uh, we can call this frequently asked questions that their clients and prospects ask them, the, the, their, the way that they say things, their point of view, their worldview, their years of experience, their body of wisdom, that, that right there is the kind of the, the, the source material for some of their created content. Now, the whole idea for social media is your job is not to post on social media. There are tools and apps for that. You're actually, your job is to engage with those people that are going to um, be strategic partners that help forward the business and that you can serve. So when a client like yourself, if the client is really clear about who they are for the people they serve, their content that they share, the one or two things that they do share, like let's say this radio show, is part of their platform. So... They're, the goal here is to make sure that you can repurpose and remarket the content that you already have mm-hmm. that uh-huh. speaks for you because you shouldn't be in the doing of everything. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess so, so how do you answer the question then when somebody says to you, do you need to be in social media at least nine times a day, you know, um, commenting and posting and, and all of that? So, yes, you should have a presence. If it's nine times a day, you need to be very, very clear that you're not turning off the same people that you want to approach. Mm-hmm. So, depending on what your social blueprint is or your social media strategy is, is it to raise visibility? Is it to increase credibility? Is it to separate you out from the top, you know, two or three percent in the industry? So, what is that? That's kind of number one. Number two is what can I use right now that I have? that I can remarket. So I'll give you an example. Um, part of this, uh, this, this radio show is an example. I could do some audio snippets, really good meaty uh, quotables that you have, some really good uh, excerpts from the guests, and do a quick intro outro, two or three or four second intro outro uh, for the radio show and literally have a VA, virtual assistant or somebody that can pull those nuggets of information so out of a you know 40 minute interview i may have five six seven nuggets um, that i can pull and utilize that as audio content now by itself those are tweetable links to a resource Mm -hmm. library Um, with a graphic that's an instagram or facebook post easily Mm -hmm. Um, with some a deep caption that's a linkedin blog 
that actually goes to the website, goes back to the website or a LinkedIn blog that goes to a, another kind of point of view or extension of, of your business service. So there are different things to utilize for the same information that once you put it in place, it it becomes evergreen. There's a lot of these this content that you're providing is evergreen content. There's only um, there's only a little bit of those facts, figures, statistics that are going to change up the attention or the the um, perspective of how you're going to see things. So couple that with some curated content uh, in the industry that will help educate and inform your clients and prospects. Put all of that into a social media management tool like Recur Post, Buffer, Hootsuite, and you've now got a system that's already done for you. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of curation, you know, in the process and new information when you do radio shows or new shows and, and blogs and, or videos. And then you are there to engage or you have um, an assistant that helps, you know, identify those things that need more attention. Mm-hmm. So while you're busy doing what you do and creating or writing or broadcasting or or building um, downline and, and clients and prospects, this works kind of behind the scenes. If, if you are a business that has video, you know, that video can have um, little vi- video vignettes. You can transcribe the audio for, for content as well, uh, clean it up uh, for a blog post. There's many, many different things that you can do with that. And even when you write, if you just didn't do audio or video, but you were writing, there's a way that you can utilize those facts, figures, statistics within the body of the article that you're writing to utilize them as tweetables, use them as other types of posts in other social media. That makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> um, that That's really a, a lot to take in. And... It sounds like you need a strategist to help you with this, not only a VA, but a strategist. I think initially it does help to kind of get the big picture in mind so that you can work it down to its, you know, uh, least common multiple properties. Mm-hmm. And okay. it is a process. So, yeah. Okay. So, so Don, with, with that in mind, um, I mean, one of the, one of the, obviously one of the key things would be to be able to pull all this together. But what do you think is the biggest challenge for business owners and entrepreneurs about social media? I think it's identifying those primary and secondary platforms. And, you know, when we start looking at how do we eat this elephant one bite at a time, mm-hmm. um, you know, when we look at there's there's probably seven generally that most businesses go to so that would be facebook linkedin twitter instagram believe it or not google plus um Mm. i depending on kind of youtube is another one depending on if you are skewing younger with your demographic or audience that might be snapchat if you have products and services um that that you want to share you might have a secondary social media on uh, something like SlideShare, or you might be answering questions to to raise your credibility and visibility on on a platform like Quora. There's differences, and it will change based mm-hmm. on your industry and what you do. But the the main thing is to be good at one to three. Mm-hmm. So if, if every business owner should have a LinkedIn profile. It is not a glorified resume. It is literally to share who it is you are for the people you serve. 
um, and it showcases kind of the journey that you've been on. You start, maybe you started out as a, you know, um, a financial advisor and now you're a construction manager. That is a big jump and there was a journey, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's that. So the second link, the second, if I, if, if you had the, the top two would be it would be Facebook and LinkedIn right now for most people. Facebook because we want to fish where the fish are, and there's over a billion people. There's over a billion fish on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And we're going to ask you more about Facebook in the next segment. Um, so if, if there were one great tip that you wanted to give out of this segment, what would it be? You got a couple minutes. Um, identify your vanity URLs if your business brand online. So that would be if you went to K-N-O-W-E-M, that's noem.com or namecheck, N-A-M-E-C-H-K.com, you would be able to secure your your social media domains or vanity URLs. That way, Mm -hmm. don't use them now and you use them later, at least you have them secured. So you're not recommending like going to GoDaddy and buying a domain name? Well, domain names, that's for your website. When I'm talking about social media domains, I'm talking about Facebook, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So a whole different set of registrations in essence. Right. And you can do that when you are on the social platforms, but it's much easier to find out the brand name that's already been selected and we want to be consistent across the board. Okay. So audience, one of the things that you need to do um, after this radio show is hook into those business brands on social media and make sure that you've registered your names so they are yours and they represent who you are and we'll be right back voice america women's channel a leader in the forward movement of women's success. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit VoiceAmerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Voice America Women's Channel. 
a leader in the forward movement of women's success. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I'm here with my guest, Don Jensen. And I love, one, I love talking to her. This this has been an amazing uh, piece so far. But she's someone as a social business coach who merges social media, online marketing, technology training, and business strategy all together. So you sort of have this wonderful wealth of knowledge all in one container and that can help you in areas that I know I'm often challenged in and can definitely use the support. And I appreciate, Don, you being here and sharing with the audience your expertise. Well, thank you for the invite, Linda. This has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. Oh, good. So one of the things that you said in the first segment was fish where the fish are. <laughs> and, and we didn't really have a whole lot of time, so I, I didn't want to start it and then finish it in the, se- the segment. But I, I want you to tell us more about what does that mean for business? I mean, you said it was Facebook, but what does that mean for your business? We want to be able to, when you start looking at kind of where your clients and prospects reside, we know most people are on Facebook. So regardless of the wonderful, and I say wonderful in quotes, like it's not really wonderful, it's more of a pain in the neck, but wonderful <laughs> changes in Facebook with their algorithm and how they they change the way that uh, Facebook business pages, or we call Facebook pages, uh, mm-hmm. show up in the feed. We do want to have a presence because when we look at social media and kind of letting the technology do the heavy lifting, we know that Facebook pages are still indexed on Google which raises the prominence and recency of any post that you do. We also know that LinkedIn as well is indexed on Google. So your LinkedIn profile, when you search your name or hopefully your brand name, you actually have a company page that comes up as well. When we're looking for that kind of fish where the fish are, we want to go where our clients reside and we want to be able to have or host those conversations that are going to make sense uh, for our products and services. Okay. Don, I'm going to ask you a uh, Sort of an inter- I think it's an interesting question. Um, we're, I'm seeing more and more and more groups on Facebook. Um, many are public, many are pro- even more are private or closed. Are we getting to a place of saturation with groups? Uh, you know, it's interesting because groups in Facebook versus groups in LinkedIn and communities in Google all kind of do the same thing, but they have little distinctions among them. So if you look at Facebook as a whole for your brand and your business, your Facebook page is sort of the front-facing window, your kind of your store window to the world, right? You publish Mm -hmm. out of that um, any, you know, new products and services, new hires, awards, accolades, interesting articles, your own stuff, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And there's a marketing mix there. But for a group, this is a way where your clients, your fans can actually come in and talk and be amongst each other to support the brand or support the industry as a whole. And you're not there necessarily to kind of 
I want to say beat the stick. You're you're more there to facilitate the conversation and make sure there's no gratuitous, um, you know, sales pitches that wouldn't be yours. Mm-hmm, right, right. It's a really good way, and it's a lot. It's actually a way that a lot of businesses are going aside from their fan page because they feel like you know if you're there, you know, when you look at when you look at who you are for the people you serve, mm-hmm. look at the movement or the momentum that you have, a group can provide the groundswell for that. Okay. All right. I like that. Because um, you know, I'm in and out of groups, and most of them re- revolve around some kind of education or that, or that kind of thing. I love um, your comment that you made, though, about talk among yourselves. Uh, that was something uh, I heard, I want to say, in the military when you know we were sort of released, um, and it was just talk among yourselves. And I think that's great that in the group they have that opportunity without me having to provide the impetus for everything, right? Yes, and I'll give you a, a good example. I, um, I was fortunate to, I work with a lot of startups and first-stage businesses, and one of the startups was a manufacturing company mm-hmm. who provides... If I barbecue remote smoke controller. So if you wanted to do a brisket on your, let's say, big green egg or your smoker Weber grill for 15 hours, you didn't have to keep track of that time or that temperature. The the, the controller can do that for you. So, you know, a lot of our posts were never about the controller, maybe 20%, but the majority of the post was, was about really good barbecue and barbecue recipes. <laughs> and, and if, since I'm from Florida, and for some people, Florida is still the South. For others, it's not. But I'm I'm a big barbecue and iced tea girl. So this was like a dream come true. I get to talk about barbecue and post um, strategy about barbecue. But what we did was we created a group for all those competitors, whether they were professional competitors or whether they were kind of backyard competitors that wanted to share their tips and tricks and techniques on smoke. Ah, and grilling, yeah. Mm. So, uh, okay, you you gave me a provocative statement here. You said some people don't think that Florida's in the South. <laughs> yes. I don't know how much further south you can go. I don't either. But when we, you know, when you think about the the traditional South, I think sometimes it gets faced up at Georgia because we don't typically have a Southern accent mm-hmm. as much as some of the others. And we're kind of cosmopolitan depending on, you know, Miami and Key West are very different than, let's say, Orlando, Tampa and Jacksonville. So you've got a an influx of various uh, cultures coming in. Mm-hmm. And um, that, I think that's why. So I, I remember in college when I was taking pictures uh, for some university magazines, I would go to a particular private college over here, and uh, a lot of them were from the South, Southern states, but they never recognized Florida as as the South, which I thought was hilarious. And you like sweet tea, huh? I a little bit of sugar. I don't. I can't do full bore. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit yummy. Yeah, and I th- I think part of it too is you don't have the plantations in Florida that obviously stop at the Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi kind of border. Would you agree? Um, we have different. So we had sugarcane, mm. uh, which we still do. We do a lot of strawberries, potatoes, cabbage, a lot of fern, um, and of course, citrus. We're still, you know, California still beats us right now. Citrus. I mean, it used to be the celery capital of the world, believe it or not. 
wow, how interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think it's interesting to. I, I have to ask you. So, what do you call the Civil War? Uh, well, I call it the Civil War or the war between the states. I don't call it the Northern Aggression because that's yes. not what. Waste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you when you tour the plant, this is a side note. Uh, when you tour the plantations in like North and South Carolina, um, what you usually find is the the guide talks about it in terms of it was the war of northern aggression. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're still going there. Um, yeah. Anyways, it, it is it is interesting. Uh, I spent yeah I spent a number of years in the South, um, Virginia, Alabama. Uh, Georgia, that kind of thing, obviously in the military, because that's where many of the uh, posts used to be. Anyways, we got off track. Uh, So, Don, you say that you work a lot with uh, startup companies. So, how do you work with your clients? What's your approach with your clients? Uh, Usually, we initially, we do kind of... um, um, 60 to 90 minute strategy session just to kind of put everything on the table. We, I want to know where they are, where they're going, kind of what roadblocks and um, resistance that they've come up against. And it might be, you know, within, sometimes it's within the business, sometimes it's just within the software because a lot of times we let the software or the tech um, stop us from kind of our greater, our greater goal. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and frequently it's, Believe it or not, and you may know this as well with what you do in businesses generally, if they're in sales and marketing, is, you know, we kind of come up against ourselves. Oh, yeah. And, and um, where we get stopped in, in, in life. So, it, it kind of resides all the way around. It just happens, this just happens to be kind of social media and software. So, we want to take a look at where those roadblocks or kind of resistances initially so we can see where the kind of where they're headed. If I if I have the thirty thousand foot view, then I know those steps that that need to make it there. So we look at what the social business blueprint would be, um, and we have a plan of attack. If that's the strategy, or if it's empowering and and training up a staff or leadership team, kind of we make the the plan um, from that point forward. So it's it's based on on that initial kind of get together the strategy session. Okay, and. Don, is it easier to work with um, startup companies where they don't have any history around social media or social social business versus one that's already, let's say, mine? It's been in business for thirty one years, and we've got some things in place that may or may not be be good, um, and we have um, resistance and. Um, you know that kind of thing going along with it as well. Which one's easier to work with? There, there are actually pros and cons with each. So with startups, because they're new, you know, we get to say how it goes. We can actually identify and create um, some of their branding based on the things that they already have, and then based on the core services, and we, we kind of know the industry. When you're looking at an established business, especially a business that has been established for so long, there are going to be things that you don't need anymore. You know, what was relevant 10 years ago is simply not relevant today. And what was relevant two years ago may not be relevant today. So those things that we can let fall away, we don't have to bring it with us. And the, in the platforms that we have, you know, you wouldn't use MySpace because it's not relevant. <laughs> um, I don't do music, right? Right. So, you know, we refine those and identify and refine those platforms that will really propel us like jet fuel, right? Mm-hmm. And want to make the 
the content sticky like peanut butter on the brain. We really want to make sure that what you're focused on actually drives your goals and your milestones. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Don, you work with both kinds of, of folks. What, um, what really makes it rewarding for you to do this work? There's actually a couple. So one is um, <laughs> similar to when I was, you know, training clients in social media, and I still do some lectures um, in and around um, for UCF and Rollins and some of the incubator clients. When there's a, a, a click, you know, like a light bulb goes off and they get it, right? They get they get not only the technology kind of and who they are for the people they serve, but they really get the why why we need to share, what we need to share, why. That's one. The second is when I see that they are trained up and they have, um, they're kind of like, I always look at them like my kids. I only have one, but I have all these businesses that I, they're, I'm like a mother hen or something. When they're able to now go off on their own and be wildly successful because we've set them up appropriately or we've guided them to the point where okay you don't need me anymore I would love to take your money but you don't need to be paying me anymore so you need to stop so mm-hmm. you know when they're literally um, able to just blow it out of the water because they now they have the tools and the technology and the technique to do so okay so you take them to a certain place where they're they're comfortable with what they're doing. You've got a plan in place. They know what they're doing and that kind of thing. You step out of the relationship or do you maintain um, some, what am I gonna say? Um, some kind of a, where you tap in at certain points in time to see how things are going and check it out? Or do you literally? I, I do. I do stalk um, from time to time and I will check in when I see things that are, Hey, by the way, did you miss this? Or I wanted to let you know, this is available, you know, kind of updates. Um, but it's, then it's an as-needed basis. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they really need um, some advice or they need uh, direction or path forward, then I'm absolutely there. But I, I will um, kind of get out of their way so they, they can grow into their own because that, that it becomes their – you have a brand and you have a business and you have a certain way of doing things. So my job is not to direct um, what that is with an iron fist. My job is to kind of enhance and empower what you already have and make it – and I want to say more beautiful. That's not the that's not the actually the right word. Just more 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 of what it already is. Mm-hmm. So, Don, do you find it challenging to not get Uber involved in the business itself? Because it it sounds like you 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 have that thirty thousand foot look, and that you're advising them in a particular area, but you you want them to keep their their brand their their what what they've started with and, and that kind of thing. And yet you're getting deeply involved in their social media and, and technology and that kind of thing. Do you, do you ever find, or how do you, how do you make the differentiation? How do you stay in just your bailiwick? That can be a little tricky sometimes, quite honestly, um, because you're, you know, when I work with a client, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan like I I don't take on clients that I'm not a fan of that I'm not I'm I'm not loving not only the business owner and passionate about what they do um, because I I've got to be to be able to do a great job and I I can't say in the 20 years I've been working with clients and even the 10 years I've been working on you know new media and marketing 
that there has been maybe one or two um, clients that I've turned down because I, I couldn't work with them or there's been a number of them that I've turned down because it wasn't a fit. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, they didn't need me and, and I'm not going to have them pay money if they don't need me. They would need somebody else, you know, more social media, or excuse me, social media, social search engine marketing or SEO, you know, other things that I don't do. So when, when I'm working one-on-one with a client, it's sort of like training wheels. I put the training wheels on. I'm the person that goes with you. We ride together for long periods of time. I give you kind of test you out where you ride the training wheels on your own, but I'm, I'm around. Mm-hmm. And then we take one wheel off and, and we'll see how we do. And then we <laughs> take the other wheel off. And then sooner or later, you're just, you're just driving. And I'm, I'm like 300 yards behind you, just kind of waving you on going, yeah, it's all right. Awesome. <laughs> sort of like that. <laughs> and hope that they don't run into the wall of the school that they're driving, right? Yeah. That that actually happened to me when when my dad took the training wheels off my bike and he you know, he let you know, he was running with me, he let go and I went straight and I went straight into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know, it, it, it taught me a whole lot about steering and brakes and things that you need as you're going to drive that um, bike when you're when you're when your coach does say, You're ready, let's go. It's all yours, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, John, um one again, just a couple of minutes, one key thing about choosing a social business coach? Um, there's not many of us around. So okay. um, that's one. But if you're looking for someone to help you in social media, kind of social media, social media management, don't be enamored with youth. And I say that with all graciousness. You know, a lot of the, a lot of times people will just assume that just because um uh, social media consultants or social media managers are young. They must know everything. Mm-hmm. They absolutely probably do know the software, but they may not have the marketing savvy or background to know why. So, you know, it, you've got to have, uh, you've got to ask, be able to ask the right questions on kind of their experience, the campaigns, the clients they've worked with, kind of what they see for you and what they can do for you versus just kind of phoning it in with what I call industrial social media. Okay, Don, let's continue this after the break. In the meantime, think about who you know who might be able to help you in this area. And are they young or are they experienced? We'll be right back. The Voice America Women's Channel. Let leadership expert Linda Patton be your guide to uncovering the leader that lives within you and that you are meant to be. Through her signature training programs and workshops, Linda takes you every step of the way to help you tap into your personal leadership power, design a clear vision, build a loyal, effective team, and create a practical plan to make your dream come true. Get started now by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back, and I'm here with Don Jensen, and we're talking about the challenges that business owners and entrepreneurs often face, especially around social media and the top strategies and hacks and how to choose the right social media and marketing services. Don, welcome back. Thank you, Linda. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's been a delight, and I'm learning so much. That's that's what I always lo- I do love about my guests is I learn as much as I think my audience does. So when we broke, you were we were talking about how to choose someone like you, a social business coach or someone to help you with your social media, and you had talked about um, don't be enamored with youth. That there's there can be some drawbacks to someone who's younger. Uh, would you like to continue with that? Sure. And we have, there are a ton of talented uh, youth out there and they are just really quick um, to learn about the new technology and things like that. But when you don't have a necessarily a background in marketing or maybe, you know, traditional marketing and how it, how it kind of parlays into new media or social media marketing, you know, there's a missing there that can happen. And they, everybody's enamored with the kind of the new, new hot, sexy, the new shiny tools, but you have to have the ability to disseminate between, you know, kind of the longevity of things and what's really going to help the business. Mm -hmm. And while we were on break, one of the things you mentioned too was making sure that you have ownership of all of your social media. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So the other thing that keep in mind is, you know, I, I understand it's, it's a long tail to ask, you know, ask a business owner, ask an entrepreneur to learn about social media, but you have to have enough knowledge to know what, what the people you've hired are actually doing for you. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, if, if anything is created on your behalf or on the business behalf, whether it's a Facebook page, a LinkedIn, Twitter profile, YouTube, G, uh, Google business page, you need to not only have the access to it, but you need to have the admin to it because 
I've had, and I have to say, more than a half dozen times over the years where an employee leaves or a web webmaster um, doesn't do the site anymore for the client and they've set up themselves up on social media, set the client up on social media, and they just leave them high and dry. You have no access. We've had it with um, restaurants that haven't had employees um, build up a social media presence and then they won't give it back. Those are your digital assets. So at the end of a day, at the end of a time, if you are going to have your business acquired or you're going to sell your business, those fans and followers actually mean dollar signs to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, Don, uh, and I'll tell you a short tale of woe. Um, I had a website that was being managed by um, a company. My emails and everything were all hooked through it as well, and... I hadn't I hadn't done anything with the website because it was uh, a business that yes I'm still doing but not actively but mm-hmm. I needed those email addresses and all of a sudden there was no email I couldn't send I couldn't receive I people were saying hey what's I'm getting this this email back that says it doesn't exist well it turns out that because I hadn't um, played with them in the website and any kind of updates or that kind of thing, they decided the website was was not uh, active and they deleted it. And when they deleted it, they deleted the link everything to else. obviously everything else. And it took me probably a month to be able to get those emails back in place because he had said he was doing it and then he didn't and you know all that. So I have been there. And I, you're, you're right. You have to make sure that you've got access to everything. You can't rely just on your uh, your support staff because they do come and go. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, Don, you have something fantastic for our radio audience to help them with this um, area of expertise in a business. Yeah. So I, you know, I created us a, a while ago. A kind of an ebook to help look at and identify the content that you have already and the types and kinds of information that you can share online and literally who you are for the people you serve. So, you know, when you're looking at stuff like that, um, if you go to dawnshowmehow.com, you can um, put your email in and you can absolutely download the ebook that I have. Mm-hmm. It will go through some of the same types of things that we are covering today, but also it's supposed to help you identify those areas um, for content that you can share online. Now, the other thing, and I will tell you, it's part of kind of a hack or, or part of a strategy too. When I, I mentioned to you before to let the technology do the heavy lifting, there are, there are a number of social, social media management programs that you can do for yourself um, that give you, you know, at least three, um, two or three accounts for free. And if you wanted to have more social media accounts, you could plug, you know, plug in and, and pay for it. But things like Hootsuite or mm-hmm. BufferApp.com or Recur Post or Post Planner, those are items that are listed in the site um, in the ebook as well for you to use. Well, that's fantastic, and I know I'm going to download it um, and see where, sort of do an audit on where am I now and what what do we need to do. So thank you so very, very much for that. Um, one of the things I don't think we talked about is when you are bringing on someone to do your social media, and, you know, you said, you know, don't get, don't get enamored with youth and, and that kind of thing, and you want to make sure that they know marketing as well. Are there specific questions that you should be asking someone that you're hiring to do this with you? 
Yes. How long have you been doing this? Who have you worked for? (laughs) What types of um, industries um, have you worked in? What types of what is there an example of a type of content that you create? Um, You know, some of the some of the people that you work with will be they'll have Photoshop or they'll have um, other types of um, or I want to say other types of software that they actually have that can be used for this purpose, mm-hmm. you know, you yourself as a business owner or as a small business or mom and pop shop, you can utilize tools like Canva, mm-hmm. C-A-N-V-A.com to really create some really beautiful images, some branded information for your business and your brand. Um, quotables is a really good thing. So when you have a, um, a person that you want to work with or that you're thinking about hiring, you also want to make sure that the content that they're sharing is branded to you and it's not what we call industrial so when i say industrial i'm specifically talking about industrial social media posts that you know anybody in the financial industry or anybody in the healthcare industry or anybody in a you know restaurant industry can can pick up on and use the same content so that's interesting and good and it's about 30 percent of what you should be sharing online so the industrial posts are basically articles and blogs and and those things that are interesting content to your fans and followers. Mm -hmm. But 60% of what you share should be about your core services and information in and around that that is more branded content, created content about you. Okay, so 60% branded, 40% industrial. You might want to check your... um, what you're posting and what you're writing to see are you in proportion so that people get to know you as a leadership uh, as an expert in your field and not just someone who regurgitates what's um, going on in the popular press right now right exactly okay um, Don as we're we're getting cl- uh, we have still some time but I wanted to ask you about business hack. What do you mean by that? I mean, I know what a, I think I know what a hack is, but it sounds like it's it's a different definition. Well, anything that's going to allow you to leverage your business more. So, you know, hacks can be, you know, if you're utilizing a smartphone, um, hacks can be making sure that you have um, apps like Skype on there or um, your email, your Gmail accounts listed. When we're talking about hacks, for business generally, it may be looking, there's something called middleware, and uh, middleware is a t- term or technology that basically connects two unlike software together. So there is okay. a, there's um, a number of middleware uh, that you can use, but for instance, right now most people utilize MailChimp or Constant Contact or Active Campaign or GetResponse, some kind of email marketing um, program, so you can util- use um, middleware to make sure that if you have a Google account or a Gmail account, um, you can automatically, you know, those emails or that you get can automatically go to a Mailchimp account. If you have um, a form in Google or Google Places, um, you can automatically have it where you can have it send an email out automatically from Google Places, or you can actually be able to send it out via um, MailChimp um, as an autoresponder. So there's a lot of things 
that can happen automatically. And I'm trying to think right now, that's a little staccato. I'm trying to think of the actual software uh, right as we speak. And I, it is, I'm drawing a blank, quite honestly. <laughs> it'll come to it'll come to you in the middle of the night, right? It will. It really will. But there's a number of things that you can do. So the other thing is project management. You know, there's a lot of project management tools on there. Some people are familiar with Basecamp or Usana. There's free. Free, uh, I think it's called Free Camp as well. There's a number of workspaces, another one. There's a number of online tools that don't look like what they did 10 years ago mm-hmm. when we're looking at, you know, kind of our Microsoft Office um, software. So take a look and be open to those things because be- the way that we do business now has changed. It will change in the next two or three years. So that's where we want to bring the, the technology and the leverage and the hacks okay so one of the things that you mentioned was linking to your um, MailChimp or whatever do these kinds of things also mail meld with what I call the big kahuna Infusionsoft um some of them will it will just depend on who um who and what so there are some free versions of the middleware and then if there's paid versions so for something like infusionsoft or active campaign or get response that's a it's not a free it's a you have to actually pay for the privilege but it actually for productivity wise and time wise it will save you a ton okay so that's definitely something to look for is this the middleware and um, see if you can't link stuff so that it's going out to your email and your campaigns and that kind of thing. I think that's that sounds great. I use many of the things that you're talking about, Canva, Quotables, that kind of thing. And I used to teach project management. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's, so it's interesting, the, the new um, programs that have come out and how they work and how much of a, uh, how much of a dinosaur what I used to do is. Uh, to say the least. Anyway, um, so Dawn, uh, love you to give the audience three to five final tips that they can use right now to um, really um, make their business sing in 2018, to really move them forward in the social uh, business arena. So this is really great. I'm I want you to take a look at what I call your social business approach. So if we're looking at your social media generally, if I take a step back and I want you to be clear on who you are for the people you serve, are you there to empower, inform, entertain, um, augment, sell? You know, What are you there to do for your clients and prospects? If I know your why, why you do what you do, when you find that out, then we're looking at looking at the platforms. If you're already looking on social media, if you're already posting on social media, um, ideally, if you're very, very new, once or twice a week would be a, at least a decent start. But at least the consistency is going to be key. I don't want to look on your Facebook page and find the last time you posted was last week and then February of 2012. That's, that's going to be a credibility um, buzzkill from the word go. So if you're not ready, like you don't have all the ducks in a row, don't even start until you know you can be very consistent. The second thing is when you're building your social media, if you are doing things, created content, if you've got video, 
I'm always a proponent that social media has to work for the way that you do business. Make sure that you have the tools, the apps that you need on your phone so that it's consistent and that you can see it. Okay, and Dawn, I hate to do this, but we're going to have to close. Awesome. Um, Yes, so those were great tips. And if you want more information, please do go to Dawn's website um, and check her out. Otherwise, until next week, please be courageous and dare to lead. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week.